This is the Apocalypse Survival Guide. We are here to help you survive the apocalypse. Which apocalypse, you ask? All of them, from A to Z. Each week we cover a different type of apocalypse and give you advice on how to survive. The rules are simple. We choose an apocalypse depicted in a movie and cover how you could survive that type of apocalypse. So stock up on supplies and get ready to survive. Hi, I'm Drew. I'm Frank. And welcome to The Bunker. All right, uh, I'd like to start off this episode uh, a little different. Um, at the end of last episode, we asked you guys, if you could, to give us some iTunes reviews, leave, to leave some comments. Um, we'd like to ask you that again, if you like the show, help drive more uh, viewers towards our content. Uh, a couple that were up there is um, there's this one, it's a little bit older, but uh, I want to thanks for the great review uh, from Stanimal. 69, 69, 69. I don't know how many times you need a 69, but I'm not here to judge. Hey, good for him. Hey, good for him. Um, and then another one says, uh, love the podcast. You guys are great. I would love to hear more from Frank and less from Drew. Hmm. From username, Frank has a huge crank. Shit. Is, is that you? Uh, that's really weird that. That's the same email as me. Huh. That's what I was wondering. Very odd. I do have a huge crank, though. Mm, I'm sure that's a... You tell the ladies, at least. Um, I would never leave a review on our own podcast. No. That would be weird. That would be odd. So anyway, if you guys want to send or leave a review, iTunes, whatever, we appreciate it. And for those of you that did send an email and reached out, we appreciate that as well. Um, All right. On to the podcast. This week, this type of apocalypse, we're on the letter O. And for O... Obviously, this is an apocalypse. And you're wondering, what the fuck does that mean? Well, what that means is this is a movie that is attempted to portray itself as a kitschy little action-adventure. Bad guys show up. Bad guys get killed. Everyone's happy. They go hand-in-hand, strolling down at the end. But if you really pay attention, I think it's an apocalypse. So, obviously... This is an apocalypse. Yeah, I like it. It has all the elements of it. And the movie example that we have is Live Free or Die Hard, a.k.a. Die Hard 4.0 or Die Hard 4, whatever you want to call it. So, and now you're thinking, that's just an action movie. John McClane kicks some ass, takes some names. And he does. But if you really pay attention, I think we're going to make the case it's really an apocalypse movie. I love this category. All right. Uh, we'll probably have trouble finding more, but we'll, we'll keep at it. Um, all right. Uh, start off. Shows hackers doing hacker shit. They're cracking various codes and creating programs. Being hackers. Being hackers. Shit that I don't understand. Yeah, we don't understand. Um, it has, but basically the bad guys need these extra computer guys doing specific things because they are experts in that thing, whatever it is, and apparently they can't do it themselves. So that's important because it's not like the bad hackers are out there doing all this hack stuff. They're actually recruit, secretly recruiting these other hackers to create and show to do the hack. Like 
I know if you've seen the movie, but the, you hack this like this type of system, and then hack this type of lock, and then hack this type of. Why can't they do it themselves? It's outsourcing. That's just good, solid business. It is, but that leads me to believe that specific hackers are good at specific things, and those skills are very limited, which might come into play later. Um, then they decide because they have a bad business model, they want to kill the hackers with C four bombs in the pooters computers when they hit delete. That seems oh, like yeah. mm, so. Uh, I and guess. I and I noticed that the delete button. Now again, <laughs> I'm not zero cool. I'm not a fucking hacker. Did you get that one? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, I got that one. Um, I'm not a hacker, but I can tell you this for the limited banging I do on my on my laptop push the <laughs> buttons. I use delete once every six months. And these guys apparently all hackers use the delete button. That's like the main button they go to is delete. Backspace, yes. My backspace button is worn the fuck out because I can't type and I have to backspace everything. But delete? I never use delete. I mean but they're not using like control delete. You know how something locks up and you control delete and get oh. the attachment. But they're not doing that. They're just hitting the delete. Yeah. Now if the P key because when you're typing porn in, that would be a, you're gonna hit that P button <laughs> fucking a hundred times a day. And you type in your blah blah blah, blah type porn. And then you yes. you know whatever. Oh, yeah. Whatever your fetish is, we don't judge. Maybe a little bit. Um and then the bad guys hacked the FBI Cybersecurity Center. And they mentioned only a thousand hackers are capable of doing this. So again, the FBI Cybersecurity Center, which should be the latest and greatest, the best in the country, possibly the world. Man, you would think. And they're claiming, these are the, the experts, that there's only a thousand hackers in the entire world out of the billions of people that are capable of doing this. So now we're taking this in even smaller territory. We're more, you know, the things that are controlled are only able to be messed with by a thousand people. You know, yeah. you could say there's a few they don't know about, but you're talking a very small. The ones that are known, that's a really small percentage. Very, very small candidate pool. Yeah. So, again, making the, making the claim. Let's see. Then uh, we switch scenes. McLean's daughter. Um, we catch her making out with some loser, mainly because it's not me. And uh, Exactly, yeah. Wish it was me. Oh, yeah, she's hot. Oh, uh, McLean grabs him and pulls him out of the car. Again, I'm not sure why he didn't kick the living shit out of him. <clears throat> He's John McLean. Because his daughter asked him not to. He's John McLean. Yeah, but all daddies are a sucker for their little girls. But this she guy's got his paws all over. the over. He's John McLean. Yeah. And no, he doesn't. He, his nickname is John McLean. What was that? That was the John McClane alert. Air, air raid? <laughs> that's <laughs> considering what's all the shit that's going on. I don't, that's not, I don't know if that's funny. <laughs> yeah, is that a North Korea alert? Yeah, um, exactly. North Korea alert. Fuck. But anyway, uh, so, but he's John McClane. Um, he doesn't get his ass kicked, which is sad. He just tells him to go away. Let's see. Then he gets uh, called on the radio to pick up a hacker for the FBI. And he finds out what Lojack is. I mean, I know he's an older cop. He's definitely low tech. But come on. Every cop, even a cop that's on the job for 40 years and started, knows what Lojack is. And Lojack is like the old term for it, yes. no less. That's the term from like the 80s. I mean, I mean, now it's called anything but. 
Yes. But yeah. I mean, they were using LoJack back in what the eighties and nineties to, to track. Yeah, I certain think, things, high end things. Right. I think it was all the way back to the eighties. So I mean, the, he knows what LoJack is. Yeah. I mean, I understand. Is that I, they're explaining it for the audience because it I, comes in relevant later? Well, and I think well, yeah. That's a good point. They were trying to touch on it, but the fact that they're calling it low jack and making McLean so clueless about it, I think is they're really trying to lay the groundwork as to how computer, absolutely computer inept that McLean is, because that's what this movie's all about is the computers. I get that. I get that he's a more of a hands-on type of guy. <laughs> Very much. You know, punch, shoot, kick, whatever he needs to do. Yeah. He's that type Run of guy. with cars. Yeah. But, I mean, not to know when he says LoJack. I mean, and he's talking to his captain, who's an older guy. And even if it was GPS or whatever it really is, I could see them calling it LoJack. Hey, we got LoJack. Uh, Captain, actually, Chief Shut the fuck up, Thompson. Get back in your office. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. You call it something that's not like, right. you know, the old term. But anyway, he apparently doesn't know what that is. Uh, then we show uh, the hacker, Matt Farrell, uh, a.k.a. Alvin, because oh, he's man. the voice of Alvin, oh. the chipmunk. Um, then as he's a Hollywood stereotype, of course, listening to alternative music slash heavy metal and downing energy drinks, because yep. that's, that's what hackers that's have it. to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Then uh, he's he's working away on his computer, talking to some weirdo named Warlock, who comes up later, and he he's aware that something's going down. Then you got John fucking McClane shows up to grab Alvin for the feds. Alvin tries to escape through the window. I mean, I don't know why. And then the bad guys try to shoot him. <laughs> let's see. McClane runs to the hallway, and more bad guys show up. All right. Now, I realize, I think the problem with this, one of the problems with the movie, well, there's several problems, is that it's PG-13. And I think because it was PG-13, it's not R. It's not a real Die Hard. Because all the Die Hards are R. This one was PG-13. I just now noticed that McLean doesn't say fuck 75 times. No, he doesn't because it's PG-13. Huh. And for those of you out there who don't know, you can, I think you only say fuck once in a one PG-13 time. movie. Yep. One That's time it. for PG-13. But they tried to make a PG-13 movie. So when he runs out into the hall, if I'm making a point, he sees the bad guys coming up the stairs. So he grabs a fire extinguisher, he throws it down the hall, and he expends, I believe I counted, three bullets to explode the fire extinguisher <sighs> to throw the guy out the window to a certain death. Why don't we just double tap the fucker and call it a day? I mean, seriously. (laughs) It's not like John McClane hasn't shot people before. Right. What's he holding back for? Like a shit ton of people. Like a shit, shit ton of people. Yeah. Yeah. And we know he can shoot because he's double tapped a lot of motherfuckers over the years. So it's not like he's doing this because he's going to miss. Hell, if anything else, he's a better shot because he's able to hit a sliding fire extinguisher as it's going away from him. Right. What was the point? And I'm not even sure if a fire extinguisher would explode and cause him to fly out the window. It's not, uh, what's the word? Am I looking for combustible? Whatever it is. It's not explosive. Yeah. It may have some pressure, but I think a hole would just make it release the pressure through the hole rapidly, but not actually explode. Now, again, this is another situation where we need the beloved Mythbusters. 
to come back and shoot a fire, shoot extinguisher. A fire extinguisher and figure it out for us. But I'm pretty sure it would not blow up. Now, if he would have shot the fire extinguisher and it would have created like a huge cloud of white powder or dust, like and, like a diversion yeah, for them to run sure. back. Just okay, give them some yeah. Cover. yeah. Yeah, give them some cover. Then, okay, they can't see, the shit's in their eyes. I'll give you that. I don't know. I, again, I think it's a waste of ammo, but at least it makes a little bit of sense. This blowing the guy out the window, I don't know what the fuck. All right, so then they go back into Alvin's apartment. He uses the refrigerator to block the door. Good move. It's a heavy object. Um, when you're getting into a gunfight, obviously there's cover and there's concealment. Mm-hmm. Concealment is the thing that hides you but doesn't stop bullets. Mm-hmm. And cover is the thing that hides you but does stop bullets. Obviously, refrigerator, very good cover. Cover. Because it's going to absorb bullets. Right, which you know? I misspoke a moment ago. The fire extinguisher fog would have been concealment, not cover. You're right. Oh, did I, I, but anyway. I, didn't, I didn't hear you say that. Yeah, I said the wrong thing. I didn't hear you so, say yeah, the, the refrigerator would be good cover. And I really liked the scene because they they showed that walls, especially walls in a shitty New York apartment, or I'm sorry, Camden, New Jersey, whatever the fuck, these plaster thin walls, they're only good for concealment and only for a short time if somebody on the other side of it knows what they're doing. You can put a hole in them real quick and then you know, have access to the room. I, I, I thought that was really cool that they showed that tactical advantage that the other guys were using. Are they really that thin? What's that? We, are they really that thin? Apartment walls? Yeah. Never lived in an apartment? I've lived in an apartment, but yeah. they've never been I mean, that I've never thin. lived in Camden. Usually there's like a two-by-four, right? Yeah, we go between them. That's how firemen access rooms sometimes. They yeah, but chop through the wall. if you look, it wasn't two-by-four. It was like they took slats of wood about... You know, an inch or two thick, and just made a wall out of it. It wasn't like it. It wasn't like a wall. Wall like you put your two by four studs and you space them out however many inches it is. I'm not a carpenter. Right. I'm not really good at anything. Sixteen inches. Sixteen inches. Yeah. yeah, that's what she said. And then you space them out and then hang your drywall. <laughs> right. And there's nothing. I get that. It looked like it was just like, like two inch, an inch, two inch pieces of wood, just horizontal. Slatting. Just, I have seen that slatting before too. I don't know. I don't know what construction standards are for where, but... I mean, it seems like you could just throw somebody too hard into the wall and they go flying through. It was. It seemed that, that thin. Yeah. Because I made a point of it, like, how fucking thin are these walls? Yeah. But, I'm, not saying I'm, 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 I'm not saying I'm right or wrong. I'm just questioning how fucking thin are these I things. I mean, I don't really know either for, like, an inner city apartment, but I'm just saying it was cool that they actually shot their way through and accessed the room and wasn't just like, oh, shit, they're locked inside there. We can't bust the door down because there's a refrigerator. I don't know what we'll do now. No, I Both agree. The wall. That even if it's the you know, you're studying six, 16 inches apart, you know, drywall, maybe even some insulation, it's not going to stop the bullets. They're going to be able to blast through there. Right. I agree with that. That That is complete. And I, I, on too many movies make it seem like you hide behind a fucking paper sack. <laughs> as long you're as you're good. behind the paper sack, you're good. The bullets yeah. are, you know, or a car door. You're standing behind a car door, and that's, oh, good, I got cover, and, you know, I'm good. No, you're not. No, so I do agree with that. Shit. My only question is, um, and apparently, you know, if you're a building inspector out in these cities, you do a fucking shitty job, <laughs> a.k.a. Escape from New York. Um, for those of you that did listen to it, I don't think many did, but <laughs> those who did. Um, but uh, so you use your refrigerator. Uh, it was a good bull barrier. The, the baddie punches through the uh, substandard wall, which I said, and uh, 
then McLean grabs the uh, grabs the machine gun, punches the guy in the face again through the very thin substandard wall. Yeah. Then the other bad guy uh, punches his way through the door again, a very thin, you know, shitty door. And then when he comes in, uh, McLean manages to blow through two full magazines and wounds him once. Yep. That's all he does. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't get that. Just, well, it didn't help that one of them he was just shooting blindly around the wall, just sticking his hand out. I I don't have a problem him pulling his hand around and cranking one round off to kind of get the guy to hunker for a second. Like, pop. Yeah, but or, he's just or maybe two, just some some suppressive fire. But then you come out and go to sights. I don't. Yeah, it's just John fucking McClane. Why mm. is he cranking a whole magazine off? I mean, is it because it's early in the movie and he's he's not in his groove? That's like it. he hasn't gotten his murdering. Like he's taking like he you know yet. he 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 kills all the people in Nakatomi building and then he takes some time off and then he goes to the airport, takes him a while to get in sync and then he kills her at the airport and then he takes some time off and then he gets pulled into New York shit with Hans's brother Which and he kills a bunch of people. I think third think the third uh, one's the best. By far my favorite. I think the first is my favorite. First would be my second, but third is. My I don't know. Favorite. I mean, third's I good. Love, I love first three are good. Yeah, really good. I think the first would be my so. favorite, just because it's original. It seemed like. But anyway, yeah. so then, and then maybe he's taking so much time off, like he's out of the groove. He's just like, oh, you know, I'm not used to killing people. He's John McClane Light. He hasn't had to fucking kill a bunch of people yet lately, and he's got to like, you know, he like forgot. You didn't stretch. You know, he didn't get warmed up. He's just warm up. I think he forgot what bullets were for. Well, you yeah. thought they were just for surprise. And then they started to realize, oh, that's right. It's all coming back to me now. These are not for fire extinguishers and just to scare people. These are actually to kill them. And he, I'm going to throw this out here now. If you were John fucking McClain, and this is the fourth go around. Seriously, yeah. you're John fucking McClain. And he loves the shoulder holster, which is fine because he deploys it. That's his business with two spare magazines right on. Is that all you're carrying if you're John fucking McClain? This isn't, this isn't number one. Nakatomi, where he's got his shoulder holster with his gun, two spare magazines. All right, you're every regular cop. You're uh, every day running around, spare magazines. I got it. Number two. Oh, excuse me. I'm about to sneeze. Number two. You think the first one's a fluke. You don't think it's, you know, yeah. it's going to happen again. Fuck. Again? again? I got to start carrying more magazines. <laughs> Maybe by number three, you could, but by three even. All right, listen, this shit is ridiculous. Yeah. Why does he not have, like, strapped to his boots, like a, a belt with, like, 40 magazines? Yep. Like a full fucking loadout yes. all the time. Like a psycho, as you could imagine, <laughs> like, a, like his shoulder rig and on his belt. He has, like, so many mag pouches and so many mags that he can barely walk up a flight of stairs. <laughs> and then when people see him and they're like, who's that fucking guy? Why does he have 74 magazines on him? Oh, that's that's John fucking McLean. Oh, oh okay. I've heard of that guy. Okay, that well, that guy. makes sense. That makes sense. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, he doesn't just get in shootings. He gets in absolute catastrophic daily, several-day-long shootouts. Yes. Yeah. And then, because of all of his random shooting, or the bad guy's random shooting, there's a Terminator doll. It falls from the shelf. It hits the delete button, of course, and out on Alvin's computer, and it terminates the bad guy. 
and he won't be back. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, so then they run, down, they climb out the fire escape, run down to McLean's car, and then you show that parkour bad guy. Uh, he jumps down from where he was trying to snipe him because he puts his ever the apartment blows up. He's packing up like all right. Which, by the way, I know it's an action film, but maybe I shouldn't say this in case you ever encounter any bad guys. But why are bad guys so bad at their job? Right. Like, oh, our apartment blew up. We're good. Let's pack up. Nothing else can happen here. Not only that, it's they're super skilled at all of the peripheral stuff, just not killing the target that they're there to kill. I mean, look at this guy. Talk about talent. He descaled about eight stories in 14 seconds mm-hmm. to get down to ground level and then had the the instant reflex to climb a fence so that he doesn't get run over so he just lands on top of the car and mm-hmm. goes for a ride and then McLean does this thing where he launches him which was fucking cool the pole vault fence vault whatever you want to call it he can do all that but he can't he can't succeed in in killing him not only and, and this is after he spent how many magazines a full auto which let's okay if you have a scoped weapon, why are you going full auto? I don't know. It's it's, it's an action movie at range. I, I you did, there's and there's no way you shot full auto. I've shot full auto at that kind of range. The first two rounds maybe would have went into the apartment, and the rest of them would have been in the upper floors because you can't hold. I, I mean, I won't say you can't, but it's difficult yes. to hold full auto on target at that range. Maybe he was trying to redecorate. Take out the windows. Take yeah, out the, of the whole building. Yes. <laughs> so, of the but whole anyway, building. so yes. Then he's like, oh, cool. Place blew up. Let's pack it he up. Must be dead. Let's pack up and leave. And then, holy shit, he's not dead. What? They're not dead. I'm going to go Spider-Man on him. Because here's the thing. If the guy was, if Alvin was sitting at his computer typing away, hit the delete button and blew himself up, all right, we're good. Mm-hmm. But he just, he knows there's some type of gunfight exchange in there. There's an explosion. Does he think that the gunfight was over and Alvin's like hey man let me get back on my computer let me blog this real quick craziest thing just happened guys John fucking McLean just showed up at my house we got into a shootout yep oh I spelled I spelled McLean wrong back let me delete let me delete real quick yeah exactly and he didn't get any response from any of his henchmen that were on the inside telling him yeah they're dead everything's cool bomb detonated we're all good no it was dead it was radio silence which he should have the bad guy should have thought uh it's not good none of my guys are talking on the radio did they walk in hit the delete button like fuck it i mean that's what i mean like this doesn't seem right (sighs) well and and uh, and the way this guy jumps from buildings the way the other guys approach everything the, the the henchmen that go in they seem like they're not just I don't think the bad guys just found four guys because there's the two guys that go in, the parkour guy, and there's a van bad guy about to touch on. Four guys. I don't think that the main bad guy, who we're also going to touch on, was driving down the street, pulls over, sees four guys standing like, hey, uh, you guys want to work for me? Yeah, what are we going to do? Get kill some people? Okay. Sure. And he just hands them machine guns, Yeah. and then they're going to go take, you know. Exactly. They're highly trained mercenary. Allegedly. Perfect. Well. To an extent. You would think, 
all other variables applied that they're highly trained mercenary fucking bad guys, but they suck at their jobs. Because what they're trying to pull off that we're going to get to, you would think, highly trained. You're not just, again, grabbing some scrubs. You're at the Starbucks and a guy's wearing camouflage pants. That guy's got to be a badass. <laughs> he's definitely he's, tactical. He's <laughs> sipping a latte drink in camo pants. Where can I go wrong with that guy? Let's grab him. Uh, if that was the case, I would be on their team. <laughs> exactly. Hey, uh, you guy. Hey, you. You want to go kill people? Sure. I see um, you're wearing your tactical pants here. You must be good at this kind of thing. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, and then the van bad guy who I touched on, he, he runs up, punches with one punch, clean through the side glass uh-huh. on the driver's door of McLean's police car. And instantly puts him in a headlock, all in one one movement. I mean, if any of you have ever tried to break a window, and if you know somebody who has a junkyard or whatever, we've been kind of lucky. We know a guy who knows a junkyard, be able to shoot through cars and mess around with cars and do stuff. <laughs> you could take a bat, a flashlight. A fucking sledgehammer. And swing away on that thing. And I mean, there's a there's a video on YouTube. I remember, it was a um, it was a uh, like a TV anchor, news anchor. Yes. And you remember that? Yes. And he's showing you it's so easy to break into a car. You just take. He's got a hammer. He has a hammer. He has like he a goes, ball peen hammer. All you have to do is hit it, and he he's like, oh. And then he like four or five times he can't do it. Right. And then the finally it hits and it breaks and he cuts himself, which is hilarious because he didn't. What did he fucking expect? It's glass. But the point is, this guy's got a ball peen hammer. Fucking piece of metal. Smashing in a window four or five times. It takes him like five times to do it. And finally he cuts himself. And this guy, straight up, and maybe there's some professional fighters, badasses who could punch straight through a window. Who knows? Maybe this is Bruce Lee times two. But to punch straight through the window and put him in a headlock, what the fuck? Yeah. You and I have both broken a window. Yes. And it is no easy task. Now... If another window is down in the car, if you remember, it breaks a lot easier. But when all the windows are up and you have that volumetric pressure inside the cabin, on top of the fact that that glass is not as easy to break as people think it is. When it's rolled up into its frame of the door, like it's not cracked at all, it's all the way tight in the frame, holy shit. I, I, I wouldn't even consider punching a glass. I'm pretty sure it'd break my hand. Yes. Like destroy my hand. Yes. So, you you need they're, they're special like ceramic tip things. Yes. Window breaks specifically for because they know or a window punch because they know that you can't just b- break it out mm-hmm. because it's safety glass. It's designed that way. All right. So you need to break it. You know with that. So this Maybe guy he had sir, he was barehanded though, wasn't he? I don't remember. I don't remember either. He had Maybe gloves he on. He had ceramic embedded gloves. I don't know. He's anyway. got it. he's got his glass breaking gloves. Yeah, it's got glass break gloves. It's actually a good oh, idea. Patent pending. Patent yeah. pending. Yes, patent pending. Walk around with gloves with little spikes on them for Oh man, that motherfucker <laughs> rolls up and I got to punch through this glass and choke that fucker out. I'm on it. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. Um and but then uh, McLean drives the car and smashes the van bad guy into a dumpster and apparently doesn't kill him. I don't know how, but doesn't kill the guy. Uh, the parkour guy, like you said, jumps on the fence. The car drives through, and then he gets 
the corner of the fence catches on something, he gets thrown to the side, which was cool. Fence vaulting. Fence vaulting. I like that. Um, and then finally, we get to meet the main bad guy, evil Raylan Givens. Raylan Givens. Evil Raylan Givens. Hatless Raylan Givens. Yes. <laughs> Hatless, evil Raylan Givens. Uh, let's see. Um, then they uh, drive to Washington, D.C., and then Alvin bashes Creedence Clearwater Revival. Oh, man. Fuck you. Oh, I would have thrown him out right there. Fuck you. know what? You. You're not that important. Get yeah, out. You can get the fuck out of here. If you don't like some Creedence, get the fuck out of here. That was one of the best parts of the movie, the fact they were playing Creedence. <coughs> Hell, yeah. Everything's better with Creedence. Uh, let's see. Then you show the hackers hack and take over the DC transit system. They fucking control the traffic lights and cause accidents, uh, which causes Alvin and McLean to take foot. So... We're establishing that the major transit systems of Washington, D.C., a major city in the capital of our country, is able to be hacked and controlled by hackers. Apparently. And again, they may be in this top 1,000 that they're talking about, but it's, it's apparently hackable. Yeah, somebody wrote it. One mm-hmm. of the now dead hackers wrote it. We're assuming because yeah. they outsourced everything. <clears throat> Um, so Alvin McLean take the foot. They go to FBI Hacker Central, where they say, let's see, uh, Chicago has a system crash on the L train network, so the trains are down there. Amtrak has a system crash, so that means the Amtrak trains are not running. I'm assuming they mean the commuter, the commuter network over there near D.C., because Amtrak doesn't run all their trains on just Amtrak tracks. If you say so. You can believe me when I tell you I don't know that. anything about that. Yeah. But anyway, they outsource a little bit. We'll, we'll, we won't get into that. Um, the FAA issues critical alert. Their system is down, which means they can't. There's no radar planes. They can't land planes. Um, it says no planes flying or landing. Yep. That's what it says. Everything's sa- grounded. Yep. Then they get an anthrax alarm to go off at the, uh, the FBI uh, central hacker, whatever, so it causes all the FBI's to get outside. Fucking everywhere, though. They show the FBI. Oh, yeah, all the government buildings. They do it to every government building. They clear out the Capitol building. They clear out everything. That's right. So, yeah, which, yeah, pretty smart. Yep. Get everybody outside. So they've hacked that to, to make get the alarm more to go off. fucking chaos because mm-hmm. what they want is chaos. Mm-hmm. And you put everyone outside in the streets, more chaos. Yep. Uh, let's see. Then the bad guys crash Wall Street. Yeah, causes the stock exchange to go down. Remember, the, and then um, the whole financial system is down. They show, they show everything's selling. People are panicking. Remember the Great Depression, not necessarily apocalypse, but mm, kind of close. If you look back yeah, at this, God. you know, people kill themselves. The system, the way the country was, yeah, it was it, borderline. It, it, it was borderline. It was basically one. the The Great Depression was one element of an apocalypse. Yes, one element of a which. And that's what's interesting about this movie is that it's not just one element. It brings in multiple elements, which is why, obviously, this is an apocalypse. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, then we show, well, let's see, Alvin McLean reached the FBI, and uh, they get to talk to Deputy Director Travis Manawa. Yes. <laughs> uh, which I'm going to throw it out there. Uh, I've stopped watching Fear the Walking Dead. I haven't. I'm still with it. I'm not. After Travis left, I'm done. Mm. 
I guess didn't leave. He died, but you know what I mean. He left again, and I don't know if he left because he they wanted to shock everybody or because he was like this fucking blows <laughs> or this blows the or the actor or the actor himself. I I just read that he he got uh, he's he just he signed a four picture deal to star in Cameron's the next four Avatar movies. Oh, so. A, good for him financially. I think that's a good move. You know, big budget movies. But B, how dare you? The first one was one of the biggest pieces of shit I've ever seen. I was just going to say, they're making four more Avatar movies. Yes. Fuck me. He's making four. Now, and I did read, I'm getting off topic here, that he is planning on doing, Cameron is planning on doing three more Terminator movies. Really? Yeah. So bringing James Cameron coming back to do Terminator. Now that I'll watch. Because I got a little... Uh, I'll try the first one. I got a little out there for I'll a minute. try the first one. See, See that- Avatar sucked. And he, that was his. So if that's how his shit is going, I'm out. But I'll try the first one. Man. I'm willing to try an Arnold's back, but not as a Terminator. What? He's, they're kind of touching on why all the Terminators look like Arnold. Okay. So I guess you're going to meet the inspiration for the term. I don't know. Point is, I'll give it a shot. I'll give the first one a shot. If it's a piece of shit, I'm out. He's lost. He's built up a lot of credit that he cashed in on the Avatar. He hasn't done really anything since. So we'll see. Anyway. But yeah, they meet Travis Manoir. Then uh, Terrorist Show America video package. It shows the terrorist are in control. And then it brings up the whole thing of what a fire sale is. Um, and that's all utilities infrastructure are attacked that are controlled by computers. Alvin describes what a fire sale is. So yeah. us dummies, because I didn't know what the fuck yeah, a fire what sale was. Yeah. What, what did he say? Uh, what were the things he said? I know the financial was financial. Was one of them. Uh, infrastructure. infrastructure um, power. Power. Yeah. yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. So fire sale. Uh, let's see. Then they decide that Alvin's important, so they want to take him back to the Department of Homeland Security. Or anyway, anyway, they take him to some secure place. I can't remember. It doesn't matter. Um, I, I just, I just thought of maybe a flaw in this plan for a fire sale. Just one. <laughs> yeah, just one. Because there's a lot of flaws. Just, I just see in one. This. No, no. It's movie's perfect. Other than this one. Oh shit! Okay, <laughs> you found one. How in the fuck? is a bunch of, let's just call them what they are, domestic terrorists that are using computers to shut down all of these systems. How are they going to do that with no electricity? Because I have not found, to date, a hand crank laptop or a solar-powered desktop computer or so on and so forth. And even if they, even if that was the case, I mean, obviously they, they run on their own with their little semi-truck command center thing. Sure, they're running on their own. But if they need to shut down the traffic system in Washington, D.C., now granted they did this first and maybe that's part of their plan. But if they need to shut down this system or that system or that system, that system has to have electricity for them to be able to access the computer database at that location to shut it down. If it doesn't have electricity, you can't access it. 
I see your that's point. Just me. Their computers have power, but if the computer they're attempting to communicate with, aka hack, yeah. doesn't, then what's the fucking point? You're like it won't respond. Um, it turned off. Why is it turned off? It has no power because we shut the shit. We didn't <laughs> think this through. Yeah, wait a minute. We did that. Yes, we did. I'm here's what I'm going to assume. And I'm, I am assuming. I'm going to assume that since the things they're attempting to hack are critical, we'll say, mm-hmm. that they have, they're on a generator yeah, for a while. Right. For a systems. while. But I do see what you're saying. You're right. They're, they do kind of make a little bit of a, a faux pas with yeah. their electricity later. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway. Okay. That was yeah. just a quick point. No, you're, it's a good point. Yeah. It is a good point. If, you know... You're attempting to hack something that runs off electricity, and you turn off the electricity. You can't. You're not doing very much hacking. (laughs) I agree with you. That's a good point. Um, Let's see. uh, Oh, and then uh, the FBI is escorting Alvin because he's important, and their radio is hacked by the bad guys. So they can apparently hack radios too, or take over frequencies. Yes. I do listen. I'm not a technological guy, and maybe there's somebody out there that that knows it and can do that. Um, but they seem to take Hollywood, take a lot of liberties with what technology can and can't do. Yeah. Like, I agree. Maybe they could override. I mean, cause it's a radio signal. So I guess if you're closer and stronger in frequency, you could override the initial, but I don't see how you can, I don't say you can lock out the real frequency unless it's completely, computerized like a cell phone frequency, which it's not. No. A radio frequency is not. It's transmitted from a tower. Just a frequency is yes. all it is. Uh, again. It's, it is literally just waves traveling through the air. It, it It's just accessed and managed by computerized systems. Yeah, and so that's my that's my thing. That's what I don't, I don't get. I don't either. I'm no telecom guy at all, though, either. So maybe... Anyway. Who knows? But, I, all right. So, anyway. So, they're escorting Alvin. And the radio gets hacked by the bad guys. And they trick him into an ambush. And, oh, no. They're, they're, t- they're sending him towards an ambush. And then they meet John McClane. They, <laughs> they're introduced. And let's be honest. If this was a the movie was realistic up to this point, they would have said, oh, John McClane. They would have pulled up his history like they did. And, like, yeah, we'd like to give up right now. Um, <laughs> we're at the corner of you know Twelfth and Fourth Street. Can you come arrest us? Yeah, because we're just gonna have our hands out in front of us so you can put handcuffs. You on. have managed to kill the shit out of everyone <laughs> that's ever crossed you ever, from a building to an airport to an entire city, New yeah. York City. Yeah, I think we're gonna call it a day. You killed both of the Gruber brothers. Yes, both. Oh fuck! Just and come, we're. We give up. And an ex-naked karate army guy. Oh, man. I mean, yeah. you know, <laughs> what chance do you have? <laughs> the naked karate. Colonel, Remember that from the, yeah, general, the second one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I practice my karate <laughs> naked. <laughs> um, and by the way, feel free to, you know, I'm going to throw in as many other diehard references as I can because <laughs> none of the other ones are going to fall in this category. Uh, so anyway, and then the helicopter, which... I get that they've taken over, but we do know that air traffic are in and around major cities, especially Washington, Washington D.C., is highly regulated. Yes. Like, if 
if there's a helicopter that is licensed to take you on like a tour of the monument, which there is, those guys are highly vetted yeah. and highly trained and highly okay. You yeah okay you're allowed. Right. You know, hey, Bob, all right, yeah, you've gone through the training, you're vet, yeah. you're okay to run this. We've yeah. got all these permits, and I guarantee hundreds of hoops have to jump through. Yeah. Okay, Bob flew in uh, Vietnam, both the Gulf Wars. We're pretty sure he's a good patriot. You can fly around D.C. Everybody else, fuck off. Exactly. That's my point. And now everything's shut down, and there's all this, but they're flying their helicopter around, and nobody's paying attention. Now, I guess we'll just assume that they've – shut down the FAA and they can't see the helicopter because the radar's off, whatever system they use. Or they're just saying that they're good to go because one of their helicopters had FBI on it. Yeah, at the, at the yeah, they when use they it later. It to the power thing, yes. which I have a lot to say about I got a lot well. to say about that, which, but all, but does lend itself to why this is an apocalypse. We'll get to that later, though. Yeah. Which makes my point even bigger. But, um... Yeah. Anyway, so the helicopter, which apparently can fly around the city, attacks the FBI guys, and apparently none of them can shoot well enough to hit shit. Like, they're the FBI. And I understand that not just because everyone's in law enforcement that they're some raging badass, but none of these FBI guys. They're not. But. Well, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Some, well, some FBI guys are prior military or prior cops. And just look at. It, and they have rifles. Yeah. A bunch of them had ARs. Yeah. And just look at the way the FBI is portrayed in movies. You would think. Yes. They would be able to shoot. Right. They are trained to shoot. I'll give them that. I understand. All right. Not a big fan, but whatever. I'll go two ways on this. One, they are cops, they're law enforcement officers. They have been trained to shoot, they have rifles. That they hit nothing when there's three or four or five of them shooting, but then again, on the other hand, they did go back to FBI did go back to nine millimeter because the amount of rounds carried they needed to go up because the amount of times they shot versus the time, amount of times they hit. Okay, all right, the FBI guys can't hit <laughs> shit. All right, fair enough. But if you just, I know what you're talking about the situation. You have one shooter in the helicopter, one guy shooting. Again, with a fully auto-scoped rifle, but whatever. Which almost looks like a three hundred eight style, but f- whatever. Yeah. So you have one shooter in a helicopter, which I, I've never shot from a helicopter, but I've watched a couple shows on it, and it apparently it's pretty difficult and takes a lot of training to learn how to shoot from a helicopter just because of the way it, the movement. And it's not just a normal leading type of thing. You almost reverse lead what you're shooting at and whatever else. Let's say this guy is f- a fucking ace at shooting out of a helicopter. There's still only one of them shooting at multiple targets on the ground. The helicopter can only turn one way at a time. You can only turn that door that he's in one direction at a time. And you have five FBI guys with rifles on the ground in different locations shooting up in the air at a big giant helicopter. The only thing in the fucking air and no one can hit it once. They they didn't even show like, like ricochets or rounds impacting the doorway around the shooter, like they're getting close. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have any rounds penetrating the helicopter. And helicopter fuselage is made out of, like, fucking paper. It is. It, it'll go, it'll cut right through that motherfucker. Yeah, super thin aluminum to make it light so that it can fly efficiently. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So then McLean takes over driving the FBI marked car, which 
I've never been to Marked FBI. <laughs> totally noticed that. FBI police. I'm like, where the fuck do those exist? I guess in D.C.? I, don't I know. guess to protect the FBI building? Like, Maybe. is there a uniform division? There could be. I am unaware. There is, there I, is a uniform division of the Secret Service. I know that. That just I didn't like, know that. guards the White House, like at the gate, and they're in uniform. They're oh, cops. okay, that makes sense. That yes, makes sense. Okay, like they're in uniform. Like, no, you can't come in here. You have mm-hmm. a you know turban on your head. Oh, anyway, so uh, <laughs> so there is. So I don't know if like the FBI building or buildings have the ones that are marked like in DC because you know you can find it. You can look it up the address. Do they have I like a uniform division? A uniform Good division. Question. They could. I don't know, but uh, he jumps in the FBI. Uh, FBI vehicle, uh, police car, and starts driving. Uh, let's see, the helicopter follows him. He drives over a fire extinguisher. He knocks over the over the fire hydrant. I'm sorry, fire hydrant, which then causes a, a plume of water to shoot up <coughs> and knock one of the shooters out of the helicopter. I actually thought that was pretty clever. I'm fine with that because yeah, it's under it pressure. It's going to shoot up pretty hard. Yeah. Now, I only just find it funny because... Wasn't the parkour guy shooting this whole time? And then, is he? And then they drive underneath the fire hydrant, and then it's a different guy who happens to be, "Hey, my turn! I can't get your turn. Yeah, why not?" And he gets out there. Ah! You know who that was? That the, was Van guy. Yeah, it was Van guy. Yeah. Yes, I didn't recognize this as Van guy. Yeah. But I'm like, man, you got the worst luck. <laughs> uh, let's see. Then uh, they keep driving. They drive to a tunnel. They get into the tunnel to avoid the helicopter, which is a smart move. And then the uh, the baddies uh, reroute traffic from both ends into the tunnel. All it, lanes. All lanes. All four lanes. Let's say it's north and south. So you got all four lanes coming north and all four lanes coming south. They then turn the lights off inside the tunnel. Again, if this is computerized to the point where there's no fail safes and you can just do this, this is pretty shitty planning. Yeah, but let's not leave out the fact that cars have fucking headlights. Anyway. But they don't want to turn them on right away. It's like, it's dark. I wonder if I should turn my headlights on. Yeah, nope. I wonder if it, why is it dark? What do you do? And none of those cars. In a car when it gets dark. I don't remember. And none of those cars have um, auto-sensing auto lights? Yeah. None of them? Because that's been around since, like, the 90s. And these, this is 2007, 2008? I'd have to look it up. Anyway. But it's in the 2000s. Sometime in the 2000s, yeah. this movie. So there's, there's auto-sensing cars. Yeah, it was, it was 07 or 08. I remember looking at it. Oh, I believe you. And the FBI do have a police division, and that is exactly what it's for, protecting buildings and stuff. Look FBI at that. police, you know, uniform. But then it, all these cars crashes. Alvin McClain survives. Yay. <laughs> Uh, then, uh, McLean jumps in the squad car. Here's my thing. He then, and only then, a police officer of, at this point, 100 years, <laughs> right. turns on the police lights. One, why was he not turning them on when he was trying to get away? Because there were still cars in the road. Two, why didn't he quick turn them on when the lights started to go out in the tunnel because not only would cars see headlights but police lights for most people there's still some shit bags out there are going to slow down and, and say whoa something's whoa, going whoa, on up there I better flashing red and blue lights up. or whatever yeah, you know, slow down. police lights yeah i better whoa, what the fuck's going on oh lights right. going off cops up there I better, 
Now there might be some chain reaction crashes and rear enders. Sure, but they want to be flying past you at sixty miles an hour. Exactly. Anyway, so he so instead he turns them on to drive at the bad guys to, to show attention. The very people that he wants to stay hidden from where he is. Yes. Man, that makes a lot of sense. Total sense. Yep. And he manages to throw the squad car at the chopper <laughs> by ramping it up off one of the like toll, toll booth, booths or whatever. whatever the hell it is. Yeah. And it hits the chopper and blows up the chopper, which if I'm a toll booth attendant or because it looks like a toll booth, right? It Am I right? It does to me. Yeah. Like a place where someone stands. Yeah. And I go out there and they got this concrete to protect me like, fuck it. Wait. Why is it ramped up at the where my head's going to be? <laughs> Fuck this job. Yeah. It's like they're trying to kill me. They're trying to kill me. So if a car is coming speeding and loses control, like McLean's, and he, of course, does it on purpose, and goes up the ramp, it's fucking killing the attendant. Yep. <laughs> anyway. So then it blows up. Parkour guy jumps and escapes. And again, he is skilled and smart up to a point. He never goes to... Ch- Again, the bomb blows up in the apartment. Oh, they're dead. A car just smashed a chopper. No, they're dead. I mean, he just... Can he not walk his fucking... He just parkoured off a helicopter. He parkoured off an eight-story building, like you said. Can he not walk like a normal person into the tunnel and maybe see if they're still there? Right. Or even if McLean was in the car, they still want fucking Alvin dead. Why does he not check to make sure Alvin was in the car? Yeah. Lazy bad guy. Well, he's just a... He uh, makes the very big mistake of assuming. Well... Assumption is his downfall. He's a parkour motherfucker, but he assumes too much. I quote another action movie. Assumption is the mother of all fuck-ups. That's right. Under Siege 2. Yes. The Dark Territory. Yes. Yeah, you can't Look get at one. you. No, it's hard to get one past me. Uh, let's see. Then they show bad guys breaking into Woodlawn. Apparently that place becomes important. Yeah. In hazmat suits. You see them all geared up in their hazmat suits because <clears throat> I think they had the anthrax alarm go off as well. And here's what I, I paid attention because I've seen the movie a couple times. And the guy's standing there in the hazmat suit all geared up. And the guy's like, hey, we'll get you in here. You shouldn't need to go below there. Restricted levels. And then out of nowhere, he produces a silenced pistol and shoots the guard. Where was he hiding it in the hazmat suit? I mean, I understand the hazmat suit. He didn't really need it. It was fake, basically. It was so fake. So he could have had a like, like a, an access, uh, access hole because yeah. he's not worried about anthrax because he knows right. what's up. But where where is he hiding it? With the tank and the gloves and the helmet and the respirator and the it just all of a sudden magically appears. I know it's an action movie, but can we not make pistols magically appear? Yeah. yeah. Yes. If anything else, can we not make guns magically I appear? mean if he would have like you saw him like pull a knife out of it like he had a knife in his hand, concealed and he stabbed the guy in the ear. Alright, that's fine. Yeah. The guy's not watching his hand for a knife. He thinks he's there to help, maybe. That that actor that uh plays that guy who is first the gate guard and then he takes him into the into the place. He's kind of got that raspy, deep voice. That guy's a, a pretty sure Marine, ex-Marine. Oh, is he? He's an ex-military guy, whatever it is. And after the military, he does like, uh, I think he does advising and small roles in movies like this. I just wanted to 
throw that out there because I've seen him in a few things. I looked him up once. I'm like, that's that's fucking cool. He was a military guy for a long time, and then he started doing like, you know, tactical military advising for movies and plays a role here and there. That's so. And he is like, man, he's a poster child marine. If that's what he used to be, I gotta look. I'll say this: uh, I'm I'm happy for the guy that he served our country. I mean, seriously, and that he's able to go to Hollywood and hopefully make a, a great living. Um, you know, working on films, having fun now, and uh, not that he didn't have fun in the military, but you know, having fun and showing people how well this makes sense. This makes sense. Uh-huh. But I will say this: for a guy like him who did it for real for all those years, to then. Have to look at some of the bullshit. Like, no, no, no guys, this, no, no, yeah. this is absolutely would never happen. This, not even like, like, not even like a one tenth of one millionth chance this is ever gonna happen. Yeah. So you're saying there's a chance? No, no, that's not what I'm saying. It's the opposite of what I'm saying. This could never happen. Gotcha. Gotcha. Let's go with it. <laughs> that that would be. F- f- I understand yeah. that the check probably would wash the pain away. Somewhat. And hopefully he's like banging these hot extras and stuff. And some, hey, he, I hope he has a great life. I totally mean that, but it would drive me fucking nuts. Like, no, no, you can't yeah. shoot three people with the same bullet. No, <laughs> but no. no, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't. You can't curve bullets. I'm the advisor. Are you going to fucking listen to me or not? Mm, nope. <laughs> Here's your money. Go away. Yeah. So, but good for him. Uh, let's see. Then it shows uh, Alvin and McLean go to a DC precinct, and it shows that's overrun with people. Mm-hmm. It shows the mass confusion. It shows the societal breakdown. It shows that everything is breaking down, and people are flocking to. They're going to flock to police stations. Mm-hmm. They're going to flock possibly fire fire stations. They're going to flock to hospitals. You know what I mean? And this is all signs of an apocalypse. Yes. Uh, let's see. Then, uh, then it shows the news, and it shows that vehicles are abandoned. Oh, they're telling people to abandon their vehicles, to stop driving on the roads. And it shows the military out at checkpoints. So they have instituted some form of martial law because it showed soldiers in uniforms with rifles at these checkpoints. True. So, again, we're creeping towards apocalypse. Because, yeah. because... In a apocalypse that doesn't spring up on you in a second, like some of these do, if society starts to break down, the military is going to step in and try to maintain order. This is and is as fucked up and out there as this movie is, but what do you expect? I mean, it's a diehard movie. Um, This is really illustrating a more realistic, um, what's the word I'm looking for, progression of an apocalypse, really. Yes, because it, especially with uh, with socioeconomic breakdown, which is what this apocalypse would be. This is a socioeconomic breakdown apocalypse where financial system is crashing, society is crashing, infrastructure is crashing, and people are starting to basically fucking go crazy. Not go crazy, but become more and more uh, uh, concerned, frightened. Like you said, martial law is taking over. This is how it will probably go. So, I mean, I guess if we're, I, this wouldn't be a top tip necessarily, but if if we're realistically going to see society breakdown type of apocalypse, this movie is kind of 
what you're going to be looking at. They don't they don't focus on it as much as I think they should. They they show it with the DC scene and some of that stuff, but then you go off jet setting with McLean flying fucking helicopters all over the place from power station to, to power station. But the stuff we do see, yeah, that's what it'd be like. It's just chaos in the streets. People don't know what to do. Yeah, it's that's why I say obviously this is an apocalypse movie because it's it's an action movie. And they just kind of they focus on the action, which I get. It's a movie, and it's a Die Hard and McLean, and it's cool. But they kind of brush off the if they're not paying attention to the what I call the real ramifications, like what's really going on, the real apocalypse type stuff off to the side. They're 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 looking at it as oh that's terrible. All right, now back to ignore that. Back to this, and then mm-hmm. oh look that's terrible. Oh let's go back to this. Yep. And they're trying to make it all you know all happy. And it's just a simple action movie where the bad guys get their comeuppance and the good guys win, which I'm all for an action movie. We both are, but really pay attention. Yep. They are totally diverting us away from, no, 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 yeah, yeah, we know that's going on, but look at this action over here. Yes. Look at this cool shit. We're we're, we're ramping cars into helicopters. It's like... but wait, this seems like a socioeconomic meltdown to go on. Yeah, 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 yeah. But look at this. You're right. And that's why it's, yeah. And what I think this movie does do is it points to um, technology and how dependent we are on technology. Us, I mean, even us. I mean, as much as we kind of look at things from a different perspective and try to set aside supplies and, and prep a little bit mm-hmm. as best we can. We're still relying on technology. Yeah. Even unless, and you're not listening to this if you are, but even if you live, if you, unless you live in a fucking cabin and hunt your own food and grow your own food and live off the land and do nothing with modern technology, unless you're at that level, or maybe you live in modern technology but have the skills and the equipment and everything to go to that level, other than those few people, and they may fall into that rare category like the hackers that can do all this shit yeah very small percentage. everyone relies on technology to an extent to some point and even people who have bunkers with generators and spare fuel that stuff is still technology yeah. relying upon right. you're just you're just stocking up on extra stuff to get you past what most people don't have yeah so yeah still technology still electricity technology. Is yeah, technology exactly it's just the fact that it works? You know, whatever system you're using, a generator or the grid, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so then, then uh, they military law. Then, uh, it, they say that all satellites, cell phones, and telecommunications are taken over. And then on all the TV stations. So think about that: satellites, cell phones. And all telecommunication is now locked out and under control of evil, evil Raylan Givens. He's, only, he's controlling it now. And then that's when they show the fake video of the White House imploding or blowing up or call it collapsing. Capitol building. Capitol building. Was the Capitol building? Yeah. When the White House? Oh, oh that's right. It was Capitol building instead of the dome. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, and I'll think about this. Those in D.C., including McLean, get to step out and look at it and see that, oh, oh, it's just a hoax. It's not real. It's not real. The FBI guy, Travis Manowal, goes running out. McLean and Alvin come running out, and they see, oh, it's not real. It's not real. It's, it's just fake, um, which is fine. But here's the thing. Think about this. Again, this leads towards an apocalypse. Satellites, cell phones, telecommunication, 
the way that we talk to people, the way that we spread information nowadays is all shut down. And the only thing you saw is that the Capitol building is destroyed. And now no other information is getting out because they're controlling the flow of information, which that's a very important thing. Think about it. The Internet can't get on to find out anything. You can't call. Maybe your brother lives in D.C. Holy shit, the Capitol building collapsed. No, 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 man. No, no, man. This is it's fake. It's fake. I can look at it right now. It's still here. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, fuck, man. Ooh. So people think this actually happened. Yeah, it's still the people who know it didn't happen is a small, small group. We'll say a million people, tops, know that it didn't, know happen. That didn't happen. Out of the 300 or whatever million people in America yeah. who either saw this or somebody else saw it and told them. Yep. And now look at the fear that you've put into exactly. all Americans. Yeah. Every, oh, shit, we are under attack. And I can't call. Is- think about this. How far do you live from your kid's school? And I'm just saying this. And all of a sudden this happens. And you can't call to find out about your kids. And everyone's probably rushing to the school to get your kids. Or your spouse is at work. And you can't call to find out if they're okay. And now you're trying to rush there to find out. But is he or she trying to rush to find you? And you're going to miss I mean. And all the lights are green in all directions. Yes. So all this coordination that we do nowadays, and we take advantage of it with modern technology, cell phones, computers. It's all gone. You can't use any of it. Mm-hmm. And now you're fucking. You're, everyone is panicked because they can't get a hold of anyone. They can't get a hold of the authorities. They can't get a hold of emergency help. They can't get a hold of their loved ones. They can't get a hold of anybody. And, and the last thing that you're shown is that the Capitol building is destroyed. So as far as you know, Washington, D.C. is under attack. It's what fallen. type of attack? Yeah. It's fallen? Is it under attack? Are we about to be attacked? Think about that. Yeah. That's not just fucking, oh, it's okay, it's okay. Well, we're in the movie. We're watching McLean and Alvin. Oh, it's okay, it's okay. It's just, yeah. it's a hoax. We're going to go here and there and here and there and take care of it. When in reality, the what? and I mean, obviously, kind of what the focus of our show is the actual apocalypse that's happening and how it affects all of the people, not just the main protagonist of the movie, all of the people. So, yes. right, what you're saying, imagine being one of the people in this apocalypse, not John, Yippie motherfucker, McLean, just a person, just you, even. Yeah. You know, and I consider myself to be somewhat capable, and still, even me, I'm going to be like, fuck, I got to get to the school. Trying to get to the school. Well, there's why is traffic backed up all you know half a mile away from the stoplight up here? It looks like a giant pile up at the intersection. Shit, I guess I'm out on foot. Did I think to grab my rifle before I left the house? Did I think to grab you know more than just a pistol and my other stuff? I don't know, but I wish I had it. Now I'm out on foot and I'm gonna try to jog, (laughs) walk to my kid's school. And here's the other thing to consider. If do you have your rifle in plain view? It's not. It's not societal collapse to the point where everyone's out with guns. Maintain. So now you're running with the rifle up yeah. to a school with children. Oh, that's bad. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's bad. And you don't have a place to stow it. Exactly. You left your car. You left your car. It's not like you have it in your car and yeah. you drive up and but the, and then you get to school. Do you have boys? Do you have girls? And the only reason I say that is the Hollywood Bolt. Are they wearing fucking flip-flops or these fucking slide-on things? Because yeah. that's how everyone wears yeah. footwear. Are they capable of that footwear to walk all the way back to your house or even back to your car that's a mile away because it's behind the traffic and you might be able to get that car to home? How many, You know what I mean? This, it's, this is mass panic and societal breakdown. Yes. This they is have, an apocalypse. Yes. Yeah. And then 
uh, Alvin starts thinking about the fire sale and what, what the steps they need to do and to try to help McLean beat the bad guys. And he mentions the utilities are divided into three major zones. There's national power grid. It's all controlled by three major zones is what he says. Now, whether this is true or not, I don't know, but we're living in the movie. So if this is, we're assuming this is how America is set up. Mm -hmm. There's an eastern, a central, and a western. So there's three major hubs that control, you can look, imagine the United States, east, central, west. So three areas control a third of each of the country. If that's true, it's kind of scary. It is kind of scary. And I know, I do know that there's, that the power grid is a lot more, I don't say flimsy, but it's a lot, it's not as durable as people think it is. Mm. And I've heard a lot of stuff that, like with an EMP or something like that, that the grid is old, and it can be taken out, and it can be down for a long time. Fuck. But anyway, so they talk about if they, 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 they take if they take out the eastern hub, which is what the next step in a fire sale, they'll take out the entire eastern part of the country. Those are the exact words that Alvin tells McLean, and he's the computer expert. So, boom, I'm laying that out because if you've seen the movie, you know why. But if you haven't, that's why. Alvin and McLean, they then borrow a car, steal it, whatever. <laughs> but they're good guys, so it's okay. Yeah. And they're going to stop bad guys. They can steal cell phones and cars and all kinds of but stuff. But they're good okay. guys going to kill bad guys, yeah. so it's like... It's totally okay. They're just borrowing it for a good reason. Then <laughs> uh, they drive to the Eastern Hub, the, the wherever this... Uh, I didn't pay that close attention, West Virginia or something. But they fly or, or drive, excuse me, to wherever this hub is. The bad guys are there. Like you said, they flew in in their little FBI, fake FBI helicopter. They take over the power station and kill everybody, and then they hack into the system. Are we talking about bad guys? Yes. Okay. This is the part where I have to throw in my two cents real quick. That's what we do. But anyway, so they get a helicopter, painted in FBI shit. They all throw on FBI gear. They change clothes. So that they're dressed like FBI agents in a shirt and a tie, shoulder rigs and a vest. So they look like FBI. So that they're convincing that they're FBI when they show up. So that they can walk in under the ruse that they're FBI. Their, co their costumes, their disguises last for four fucking seconds. <laughs> and then they start shooting people. Yes. What the fuck? Just just land the helicopter in full tech gear and be like, okay, we're taking the place over. Why even dress up in the FBI shit? It would be one thing to put the FBI shit on the aircraft. Yeah, sure. Because you see it coming in and it says, oh, oh, fuck, it's helicopter. Oh, FBI. Okay. Okay, let's go We're see what, they, what are they Until doing. Until the doors open and then they shoot everybody, fine. But at least they got the helicopter on the ground. Yes, I yes, agree. I agree. But why put on the fucking vest and change into dress clothes and all the other and have the ID, like, FBI. And he's like, you can't be here. You can't be here. And his hand's on his gun. He's like, you need to leave. You need to leave. And I will say this. I do know that certain nuclear facilities, and I don't know if this is the same, they are protected by um, almost like SWAT teams, but mm -hmm. privately, not privately, but they're, a lot of them are former military. Yeah. Rangers, SEALs, yeah. you know, recon. The badasses are protecting our major so you're telling me these this group of four assholes, I'm sorry, three assholes and a kung fu chick, are capable of killing all these guys? Right, these ex operators. These ex operators yeah. who, when I say ex operators, they're not like in uniform like the guard's gate. Like I need to see your path. Yeah. No, they're like 
in gear waiting, and if something uh, comes at the facility, they're out in gear with, yeah. with automatic they're weapons, to deploy and they're going to smoke your ass. Yep. Yep. But again, it's a movie. Yeah. It's, it's Die Hard. But they, they kill everybody. In quick order. In very quick order. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So then Alvin and McLean show up, and they kill the bad guys. Um, then the hot kung fu chick gets into a fight with McLean. Apparently, she could take a punch. Uh, not only take a punch, but apparently she's so... Her tiny little Asian body has such superhuman fucking strength that when she just does like a, 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 a reverse like karate blade hand thing to McLean, it spins his head around and nearly knocks him out. That's one thing that pisses me off. I mean... Not saying that women cannot be good at martial arts. Not saying that women can't actually hurt you. But I'm sorry. I'm a hearty guy. If a little, tiny little Asian girl gives me all she's got with a punch, maybe a kick, kick gives me all she got with a punch, she might, it'll sting a little, but I'm going to, okay, dear, that's, that was really sweet. That was really cute. But let's, let's, not, let's not fight, okay? Let's talk this out. May- she, she's not going to knock me fucking unconscious. It's just not going to happen. I've been hit by big guys. A little Asian girl's not going to nearly knock me out. Here's my question. Why does not the UFC or Bellator, any, pick an MMA organization, why right. don't women fight men? Because they would, it, because the men would be like they're getting hit with little half-inflated balloons, and then when they hit the girl one time, it would break most of her facial structure. Yes. No offense, MMA girls. I know, Rhonda, you oh, you're, th- whip the shit out of me. I, I, I know that. But when you're comparing apples and apples, MMA fighter male, MMA fighter female, they really should not fight each other. There's a reason for that. Exactly. Yeah. I'm sorry. A, a woman is not going to, on an even playing field, a woman is not going to beat a man. Yeah. I'm not Period. a sexist guy. It's just no. it's human physiology. Men are built to be bigger, hardier, and stronger. It's just and let's not let's not forget that in one scene, John McClane grabs a computer screen. It's a flat one, swings it at her. She manages to block it with her forearm. Yes, I thought like, for sure take that was it like lay nothing, her out. and yeah. then knock him the fuck out of a window. Yep, I don't care. If it was the other way around, if she were swinging the computer screen at him, there's no way he's blocking that like that and plowing on through. He may keep it from hitting himself in the face, but she brushes it off like his. It may come on. It may land on his forearm, and it crumples his arm and it knocks him to the ground, but not out because he took the force on his forearm. Fair enough. He was able to divert it from his head and not clock him and put him out. But there's no way she's just throwing her arm up, blocking it, and then kicking him and throwing him out a window. Like it never happened. Like it's fucking. And then her. It's not like her. If if that would have happened, and you could attribute to adrenaline, and then she goes up to Alvin, and her arms pointed the other direction because her her <laughs> fucking forearm sticking out. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Yeah. Adrenaline's crazy. I'll give you that. Sure. Maybe she didn't feel it. Sure. But it broke her fucking elbow. God. So <sighs> yeah, I was not crazy about the whole uh, Maggie Q on McLean fight where she's just Normally, yeah, she's superior is that, in strength. Is that empowering because the woman's fighting a man or is it terrible because it's like domestic violence? No. I'm, which is it? I don't know. It's both? Has McLean got a charge against him now because he did whip the <laughs> shit out of her? <laughs> he did, yeah. 
let's see. And then McLean finds an SUV and drives it back upstairs. And listen, I really want to work for this company. Think about it. You drive up the like a, it's a parking garage. You know, have mm-hmm. the spiral to drive you up. The helix, you yeah. Drive up the helix. Thank you, helix. And then apparently you can pull your car next to your desk. Yeah, like you know, what I mean? pull right. <laughs> like, like instead of a parking spot being the parking garage, you pull your car up, you park, you, you take two steps, sit at your desk, and start your work. That's fucking awesome. I want to work there. And then when you leave for the day, you just drive it right down the elevator just shaft. <laughs> yes. Well, if you well, if you don't run the elevator shaft, you back it up, you drive back down the helix, and you drive out. Uh. But I mean, he fucking. I mean, I like that desk side service for your car. Right. Uh, so then he drives. He 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 hits Maggie Q with the car, and, and she hangs. Explode her body. And she ha- listen to hit her, and then maybe she grabs onto the hood of the car, but every bone in her lower body is yes. broken. Fair enough. But nothing's no, broken. nothing's broken. She no. still ends she up kung fu kicking, in, yep, yep. Engages punching. In then he finally, the other bad guy gets knocked down, and they all fucking die on the bottom of their shaft under the SUV. Yeah. That part was pretty cool. That part was actually pretty tense. It was. I was like, ooh, ooh, I don't like this with the whole cart hanging in the elevator shaft. But it was a good they move. Did a good job they with that. Yeah. And then uh, Evil Raylan finds out that Maggie Q is dead. Kung Fu Chick. And then he, and I don't know if you can do this or not. I'll assume you can. He reroutes the entire gas lines back to that location and then causes, because of the overload of gas. I don't have any <laughs> it idea. It sparks a flame. You would think areas where they have natural gas being piped through would have nothing that could cause any type of spark at all, ever, ever, but not at this power facility. But it explodes. It, it blows does. up the entire facility. Yep. Except for them. Them. Well, they survive in a panel minivan. Yeah. Which has got you know, real thin. Yeah. Of course. Thin. But anyway, then it, 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 they blow it up. It shows the pipes in the... I don't know if they're in the ground or above the ground, exploding as it's coming toward them. Maybe they've got some type of button on the computer, like create flame and gas tube. But anyway, so it <laughs> blows up. They get out of the van that somehow they survive the explosion. We're not even getting the shockwave that'll kill you, right. let alone shrapnel. The shockwave could do it. Yeah. But anyway, and they see the power going out. The power is shutting off in the entire third of the country. The entire eastern third of the country is now without power yeah. because they blew up this hub. So that means when it's all over, the hub still exploded. Like, it's still gone. The gas lines are destroyed. The control station is destroyed. <clears throat> How are you going to restore power? It's not going to be a matter of a good hacker rolls in, plugs his computer in, and maybe it takes them a while to hack the system a couple of days. Let's say a couple of days. I don't know how long yeah. it takes to hack something. Yeah, and it's back online. They blew it up. Right. So now you have a whole third of the country that's going to be without power other than backup system generators for enough gas for how long does it take to fix that? Months? A oh, year? That, yes. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? To rebuild an entire power fact, whatever you want to call it. And you can't tell me they they can reroute it all from another location. It's the overload. There's no, no way. Much, yeah, too much in the grid. So so the 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 line that Evil Raylan uses a little bit later as to I'm the good guy. Everything I've done can be undone. Well, 
except for the fucking plant, the power plant that you blew up. It cannot be undone. So is that why they were in there just shutting it down with the computer? Because they planned on undoing it later? Because if not, he should have just blew the fucking place up in the first place. Why go there with a computer and try to shut it down through their system? He wasn't going to blow, blow it up. up. He blew it up because he got pissed because he's mad McClain. at Yeah, Because he killed his girlfriend. So that can't be undone. <clears throat> no, but the point is that, so obviously he was just shutting it down and they were going to get control of it and they could undo it. But it's gone. So now you have a third of our country that is without power for the foreseeable future. Oh, long time. So now let's, let's recap. No way to communicate with anybody. Mm-hmm. You think the Capitol building is destroyed, possibly under attack. Mm-hmm. And now all of your gas and power for the third of a country is gone. And the financial system is And the financial down. system shut down. So you can't buy anything? Nope. You have no electricity. No telecommunication, which means no, what? No debit no tele- card, no credit card. Yeah, you can't talk to anybody to find out Think anything. about it. Phone lines are down at a business. Oh, we can't take your... Have yeah. you ever had that? Oh, yeah. You walk, oh, you have cash? Sorry, no. we can't take your card. Sorry, our, our computer's down. We can't We can't take your thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, sh- okay, I'll just... Well, I guess I'll come back. Sorry. Oh, I understand. I don't get mad. I get it. Shit, sh- you know. Yeah. So... Everything's down. Yeah. And now there's no power. No. And the power ain't coming back on. It is not like he flipped a switch. Like you said, it hacked it. <coughs> and somebody's going to unhack it later. It's gone. So this is an apocalypse. An apocalypse. Seriously. For the eastern seaboard, anyway. Yes. Or the eastern third. I'm sorry. Eastern, the eastern third. third of the country. That comes all the way to, like, Ohio. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, and it shows a map because it even showed the FBI headquarters, which they would still be up because I guarantee that they have oh. backup generators that probably last for weeks. Yeah. Or maybe longer because it, it is a central... Uh, control station for computers and so that's they <coughs> would be okay it's like a military compound it's going to be like one of these secret bunkers that the military has for years it's probably set up to last for in case At everything crashes oh yeah. yeah oh yeah yeah so they can, that's why we can still see that but it shows like a third of the country slowly turning off like you said getting towards ohio and going starting to go south towards florida yep so it's shutting everything off so then uh, they take the helicopter, the, FBI, the fake FBI helicopter, to go find Silent Bob, who, who has a generator. <laughs> totally Silent Bob. Who has a generator. Good idea. He, that's very, he's, yeah. he's set up. Then they find him. He's the only house with power on. Really? So his lights are on. The only person who went out and bought a generator. Bad idea. Seriously. Oh, yeah, right? Like, hey, guys, I know power's out, but guess who's yeah. got it? Hey, Ma, just turn on all the lights upstairs. It's okay. Yeah. Now, if he only had his little basement area running and all the lights in the rest of the house were off, Fair okay, enough. sure, you're still trying to stay hidden. Yeah. But the whole thing was lit up like a Christmas tree. Give me a break. And he's down there yelling, Ma, meatloaf! <laughs> Make me a meatloaf! Oh, the fucking meatloaf! <laughs> I want that meatloaf! <laughs> um, then uh, they talked to Silent Bob Warlock about... Uh, Evil Raylan, where is he at? Who is he? What's he doing? Uh, then it shows uh, they they find uh, McLean's daughter because they're gonna kidnap her, and this is where they make that mistake because she's in the elevator and it's shut down. Then they magically, when they find her through a camera in a building, the electricity's turned off. Yes. Thank you. And then somehow magically turn said electricity back on to move the elevator so that the bad guys can grab her and kidnap her. Which, one, bad move. 
why you'd ever take McLean's daughter, because now you're making it personal. Oh, man. You fucked with the wrong guy. And now you're going to take his daughter. But two, they said they're FBI agents. What? I mean, I'm being dead serious. What the fuck are FBI guys doing rescuing a lady from an elevator? Right. Now, firemen, 100%. Sure. Uniform cops? Uniform officer? Yeah. Absolutely. Possibly even, let's say, plainclothes detective with a vest on says police. Like, it's all hands on deck type yep. of thing. Yep, yep. Fair enough. You got me there. Whatever city she, where was she, Camden? That's where she, I think she was in So let's say she was area. still there. So yeah. Camden. Hey, Camden, please. Uh, yeah, we're, oh, you got a report of you. Let's get you out. Even if, oh, thanks for coming to get me. Well, yeah, yeah, your dad's a cop. And, you know, professional courtesy, let's say, whatever. Oh, okay, yeah, I want to get her out. Okay. Why are the FBI there? Yeah. In suits. The, FBI, the last thing the FBI is going to be doing is getting anybody out of an elevator. And Let alone themselves. They're probably stuck and can't know what, don't know what to do. <laughs> and if they've already blown up the central power station, how the fuck are they turning the power back on for that building? Exactly. They can't. They can't. They can't. The only places that still have power are the ones that are on generators. Hmm. Yeah. Which, which means... That it's by remote, and they have no control over that. Exactly. If you're running off of a generator, you're not tied into the grid. You're on an autonomous system that they cannot access. Yes. Because that's mechanical. Unless you've somehow wired your computer into your backup generator so that it is still running and you can tap it. Well, I don't know I don't why. Know. Very unlikely. But here's something I wanted to point out about uh, Silent Bob's basement uh like basement dwelling jerk off cave because let's be honest that's what hackers typically are um especially the fat bearded ones but anyway hey i'm fat of the so beard <laughs> but you don't do you live in your basement i didn't think you did you no, know shit maybe <laughs> anyway um so this guy the warlock, warlock. yeah warlock so warlock is obviously a top tier hacker top tier not only that, he's super paranoid, super anti-government and paranoid and everything else. You're telling me that this top-tier hacker, that they just found his IP address and his fucking name attached to it, Freddy, whatever the fuck, starts with a K, like that. I don't care how talented Evil Raylan is with this computer stuff. If he is a top-tier hacker who is anti-government and paranoid... He is not going to be that easy to find. You're telling me that if this guy's a top-tier hacker, anti-government, his IP address isn't going to have his name on it? Yeah. <laughs> or you're even going to be able to find his IP address? Like, he's not going to be going through some sort of tour? Give me a break. Like, it would make more sense if, and I don't think he can really do it. I'm going off of other movies where you track him to France, which then tracks him to Spain, which tracks him, tracks him to Russia, which tracks him to the Antarctic, which tracks... You know what I mean? Like That's a tour. I, oh, okay. That's the onion router. <coughs> yeah. yeah. So that it's bouncing the signal from signal to signal. Yeah. So, it, so it takes... You might be able to eventually find him, but he's going to have to keep stupidly, and if he can do the, all this routing, why is he... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And again, let me ask you this. How's Freddy hacking into them if they've got control of all the telecommunications and satellites. Now, maybe he's figured out a way around it because he's that good. But he's not good but if he's that his IP address exactly. and his name. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. All right, so then they try to reach uh, FBI Travis, uh, and they say that uh, Evil Raylan has shut down all the satellite links, too. 
So somehow Raylan has shut down the satellite links. He can't even get all the satellites now. So this guy's pretty fucking good. Yeah. So again, last information. Now you can't even control that. Uh, then they, the bad guys go to Woodlawn. Uh, the bad guys kill all the evil hackers but one. Uh, then they just finally figure out, they tell us Woodlawn is apparently a fail-safe backup for all of America's financial data. They say all the wealth of America is in one place. Great idea. Why is it in one place? Like, you're so worried about it, you're going to put it all in one place? Great idea. And they said that they could steal the financial data and make a copy of it on a hard drive. That seemed like a lot of information for one hard drive. Yeah. Did you see, I actually saw when they started, uh, when they started downloading it. Mm-hmm. When they were with that part where he's like, wait, he's like, wait for it, wait for it to start, you know, downloading. It was zero of 500 terabytes. That's I didn't catch that big hard drive. No terabytes are a lot. Yeah, that's a huge hard drive. What? So I'm not saying that they probably don't have something that size because they're computer people, but that's a huge hard drive. How, why do they have that big server stack for all the data? But they can take it, it on a hard drive. Yeah, right. Why don't they, they have, just have a hard drive? Why don't you open this secure door that we'll get into in a, in a little bit, and you see like a, a Dell sitting on a <laughs> table there. These you know what I'm saying? towers and towers. Yes. And why do they have all that and all if you could just shit. put it on like a yeah. – why, why don't they just take like one of those stick zip drives, tells you how technical I am, and just stick it in and yeah. be like, we got it. Yep, you know what I mean? Good. We're good. good. That's so stupid. Get a hard drive. Oh, a hard drive. Uh, then McLean kills more terrorists because they show up at Woodlawn. Alvin goes missing. Let's see. Alvin finds the financial server. <clears throat> and then, oh, I did not see this coming. Shocking plot twist. His computer program is the one that opens the door. No way. Fuck yeah. Oh. His algorithm. Yeah. That was. You know what's funny? Is if the that ha- was a sixth sense moment for me. What if, what, what, and I know it wouldn't have made for the movie all, you know, because it's a movie. What if the hacker, McLean, would have been sent to pick up and saved as a guy, like, did something that they needed at the very beginning and has no use to him at the, after? Like, I, I don't I don't know algorithms. You want yeah. fucking Alvin. Who? Well, he's, he. The one kid. The Wallace, one kid. Wallace Brighton. Well, yeah, you know, yeah. From well, Tusk. That uh, guy. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know oh, no, he's dead. About. Oh, we're fucked. Yeah. He was one of the first ones to die. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, we just wasted but an convenient, hour. convenient, Alvin, you know. We just wasted an hour and 20 minutes. We have, like, 20 minutes left of this movie. What do we do now? What if What if all dead. of a sudden, like, like, oh, shit, and then all of a sudden somebody else comes in, and it's a different uh, action hero, like, uh, I'd be able to save the day. And he's got, like, I've got Alvin. He knows the algorithm. Like, what are you doing in my movie? You grabbed the wrong hacker. Well, it's my movie now. <laughs> it's, yeah. Hasta you la go. vista, Get baby. <laughs> Get to the chopper. You just, did you not see it coming when the Terminator doll hit the button? It was foreshadowing. Get to the chopper. But you always grab the, you know, he just happens to grab the right, the guy. right guy. Shocking. Exactly. So then Alvin passcodes the bad guy's laptop computer with he the hard drive. encrypts it in like 30 seconds. He encrypts it so that he can't get the money out. Yeah. And then, again, this this is, they're lay, I, I'm sorry, but when you lay the groundwork for a, a world, and then we always hit on this. Evil Raylan, he asks his, his bad, the last bad guy computer guy. His last hacker, because he killed all the rest of them. 
if he can crack Alvin's passcode. And he says maybe if given enough time. So basically it's another example of how hackers are apparently you can do it, but maybe you can't. So Alvin has managed to, with his hacking skills, so again, they outsourced all this stuff to start this fire sale and then killed all these guys that did it. So if these guys are so good and specific at what they do, how are these other hackers who aren't them, because they've killed the guys who did it, going to be able to fix all the shit that's gone down? Yeah. Quickly. Yeah. Maybe in years, months, days? How long is it going to take to fix? So there what? Yeah, there is no reversing it. That's, uh, yeah. And not only that, what about they, they kill the ones that have done this stuff? What if there's a problem yes. with the code later? Let's be honest. Computers do not fucking work 100% all the time the oh, way they're yes, supposed they to. Do. You can have the most perfectly written software or, or program out there, code, and Ooh, something code. could go wrong. So now you've killed the guy that originally wrote it, and he can't come in and go, "I ah, let me see if I can. Oh. oh, I see what it is. I see what it is. This is not talking to that. I'll just write this. Okay, good. It should work now. Nope. So now you have a piece of shit. So let's just say it was Alvin. He wrote his code. There was one tiny little hiccup in it, and they go through all of this fucking fire sale mess, and then they get to the Social Security Administration, and his algorithm does not work and get them through that door into where those servers are, and they're like, what the fuck? This is not fucking working. He said it would work, but it's not working. I'm telling you, I'm standing here at the hey, door hey, right call now. Hey, call him and see if he's... Oh, we killed him. Yeah, we killed him. Oh, uh, fuck. So we did all this for nothing? Yeah. It's yeah. not like they're like, oh, let's bring some C4. They don't have C4 just in case. Let's blow the door. Obviously, they can't blow the door. Yeah. Well, they can, but they don't want to. So, damage the servers. Right. So the smart thing would have been mm. to actually take all... To kidnap all of the, pr- the programmers, all yes. the hackers. Have them do their shit. And then when they're done, don't give them a delete button to blow them up. Just say, and eh, now you're coming with us. Well, hold on. It's not like they're fighters. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw this out here. They obviously, the, the group of evil hackers they had in the semi-truck, they obviously were going to kill them all anyway, right? Because they, sh- they gunned them all down except for that one hacker guy. Uh-huh. So why not just kidnap these hackers that they need, drive them around the truck, make them do all their work, and then kill them? Because you're going to kill them anyway. Yeah, once it's all done. Yeah. Once it's complete and you have the money. Because they tried to kill Alvin. They show the one the one kid blowing up his house at the beginning. And then I think when they show pictures of hackers on the uh, FBI wall, it's like five or six. Maybe. It's not that many. No. So why? It's not like you have to grab like 100 dudes. Like, fuck, we can't no. wrangle let's, up 100 let's dudes. Let's say 10. 10. 10. Maybe 15. 10 fat completely out of shape if they're not fat nerds who you know i I guarantee i guarantee that the one guy who's a super hacker is not fucking like a brock lesnar mma fighter like dude that no yeah no fuck that guy exactly they're not fighters it's not like you can't take them hostage like they walk up like oh oh, that dude was like like the size of brock lesnar like on a computer like what do you guys want aren't you an (laughs) mma fighter yeah i'm fighting for the championship next week i'm really smart too which, I, listen, I'm not stereotyping because there are some dudes. Oh, you, know, yeah. you know who Shane Carwin is? The UFC fighter? The MMA fighter's a big dude. He fought Lesnar. He's like an electrical engineer. Oh, so, nice. I mean, there are guys who are smart. Well, of course. Who can kick right, the shit right. out of almost any, about anybody. Right. He's a, but Your typical hacker typical is hammer. not that. Exactly. Yeah. Your typical hacker is, is fucking Silent Bob. Yes. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah. And we saw how quickly he broke. 
tell me what I want to know or I'm going to beat you to death. Okay, so here's what you need to know. <laughs> well, now he's one of the world's greatest hackers. So he's probably like, what's your name? John McClane? Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah what do you mind. want to know? You actually could beat me to death, so I'll you do You actually you probably will. <laughs> oh, let's see. So Alvin gets taken, and then uh, they take Alvin and his daughter, and they drive away. McClane hijacks the bad guy's semi-truck. I'm rubbing my head because I'm about to read this. He then uses the CB radio in the truck, okay, to call Silent Bob, who has 66.6 as his frequency. Fair enough. Then he has him patch him into something to yeah. call the FBI Travis. Cell phone to CB? I, I how, how exactly does this work? I don't know. I, I get that it's when you say patch me in, it's a, it sounds great. But what is that exactly? <laughs> That's what I'm asking. <laughs> How can you take CB, which is low-tech, and I'm not knocking it, and then patch it into whatever so. to, call the, to call the authorities to then patch it into a radio to patch it into a helicopter for Travis to hear? I do not know enough about telecom stuff to even give you an answer. This, I, I don't know if it's possible. Do th- if it is, I don't know how. I know what happened. Hmm. I bet you Silent Bob grabbed a cell phone that he figured out how to work, and he held it up to his CB. CB and, just, and when McLean yeah. talked, he, he let off. And then when, he heard, when, when, when Travis started to talk, he held the button down. Transmits of a clean copy. Yeah. Which, by the way, they had a conversation. You go like they're on the phone. Earphone did. Not, <laughs> not like a real radio. If you ever use a CB where when you're pulling down and talking, you can't hear what the other person's saying. Right. They're having a real conversation, like on the phone. <laughs> okay. So then he directs the FBI to the bad guys. They track the vehicle via LoJack, which apparently <laughs> McLean just found out about, even though it's been around forever. Then the jet, there's a jet. There's a the fucking b- jet. Attacks McLean. <laughs> Stupid jet. Do you not know it's fucking John McLean? And he somehow manages to kick his kicks the jet's ass. He kicks the jet's ass. Yes. McLean kicks the jet. Not shit the pilot. He didn't get jet. the pilot out of the jet and kick yeah. his ass. No, that'd be too easy. The whole jet with rockets and machine guns that can fly. He beats it up. He kicks the shit out of a jet. <laughs> the jet blows up the freeway. During yeah, the way. The entire freeway. More infrastructure gone. Destruction. Yeah, exactly. Think about that. It, cl- it's a du- it looks like a double or triple freeway. I don't know, but he collapses the whole fucking thing. Yeah, that's not a problem. That's not going to help. Re- that's not going to hurt restoring order when it comes time. Years to rebuild that. Yeah. All that concrete, all that infrastructure gone. With all this other shit gone. It's Just an apocalypse. to blow up one truck. semi-truck. Granted, it's, it's the terrorists. But those are the worst heat-seeking missiles ever, by the way. Right. They miss like four times. <laughs> Let's see. Then uh, McLean, after kicking the shit out of a jet, is able to climb up and see the, <laughs> the bad guys because they're right around the corner. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're right there. For, he jumps off of a jet, slides down a broken piece of freeway. Jet blows up above him. Fire rains down, although none of the jet fuel follows him and catches on fire. Fine, he's John whatever. fucking McLean. He's John fucking McLean slides down the thing, and he stands up from the spot where he just fell, brushes himself off, and looks ninety degrees to his left. Oh shit! Hey, there's that. And there it is. It's like it's only that's only like two hundred yards. That's not even that far. I can walk over there. Yeah. 
Let's see. McLean, then, you know, uh, the Raylan shoots Alvin, gets him to do, to do the code. Then McLean walks in and shoots the bad guys. He gets shot. Uh, and then in the in the struggle, his daughter grabs the pistol, gets the pistol in the guy's holster and shoots him in the foot. Okay, this is the second time that in this movie happened. that they have apparently picked the worst holsters in history. <laughs> the ones that point right at your foot. No, no, there's that. <laughs> but if you notice, none of them have a trigger guard. Yeah. The whole point of a holster is to one, carry your gun, but two... Cover the trigger. the trigger. So that way, if you're you, nothing like a branch or your yeah. finger or whatever, then you're going to start cranking off fucking rounds. Into your feet. Into, even if it misses, you don't want to fuck ones flying by yeah. your leg. Yeah. Ricochet. <coughs> they apparently have purchased the worst holsters ever. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Evil Raylan holds McLean hostage, and then to get his attention, he sticks the gun in his first bullet wound, and McLean shoots Raylan through... The initial bullet wound. Of his own body. Of his own body. Pretty clever. And finally says, because it's PG-13, let's say it once, yippee Kaye, motherfucker. Oh, wait, they cut it off because of the bullet. Yeah. But motherfucker. That's his one fuck. His one fuck. So then we get the happy ending. The daughter likes his dad. The likes his, her dad again. The bad guys are dead. Alvin and his daughter might hook up. The FBI guys are there, high fives and butt slaps all around. <laughs> Except, maybe it's not a happy ending because the satellites and the communications are still down. They haven't right. established it back up. The power hub is still destroyed. A yep. third of the country is still without power. The whole country, possibly the world, thinks that the Capitol building is destroyed. Again, no communication to put other, other people. There's still no financial. There's still structure. no financial. Your infrastructure is still being overrun, meaning your hospitals, your police, your utilities are down. You're still in a fucking apocalypse. Absolutely. And the other two-thirds of the country that still have power <coughs> still have no communication and still think they're under attack. And don't know what the fuck is going on in the East. And have no idea. Listen, if this shit happens, and like we were talking earlier, we were able to go and whoever you have is a loved one, or maybe you don't have a loved one, or maybe they're not out when this happens. Say it's a Saturday and everyone's at home and no one's doing anything. I'm not fucking leaving the house. I'm grabbing guns, mm -hmm. hunkering down, locking things up. Maybe if you're cool with some neighbors, you'd run across the street. One of you, hey, man, hey, it's me. What's going on? Hey, uh, man, fuck, what are we, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe, oh, yeah, we'll, you know, keep our eyes open. You know, right. we have a plan. Oh, shit, right. you know. If you're in the Midwest. Yeah, if you're in the Midwest, you have a lot of power Midwest, and utilities are still up. Your neighbors are not. Like literally walls touching you. There, you have a neighborhood where you can walk down the street. Hey, man, see the? Yeah, I see what's going on too. You make a little neighborhood plan. All right, everybody, watch out for each other. Maybe Pull in help help each other if we can. Sure, and see what's going on. Yeah. So, and then for weaknesses, I've got our computers that easy to hack, and that's a more of a question. I don't know. For weakness of the pocket, because it's all computer-related. Oh. That's, that's my weakness. Is okay. This is all geared around computers. Going into the next here. Yeah. So, well, the strengths are the obvious things that we've touched on. Yes. The complete shutdown. I mean, yes. this is complete shutdown. Yes. Granted, it's only the eastern third, but as you just said, it's going to affect the rest of the country oh, yeah. because of the lack of information uh, sharing those people might be displaced because they have no way if they're going into a winter they're all going to die yeah, or they're going to have point. to shift a different part of the country that's a good point i didn't even think of that 
So uh, for me, for the weaknesses, I have McLean. <laughs> and the fact that he said it can be reversed. Yes. However, as we've talked about this, I've realized that you're right. It, a large part of it cannot be reversed. No. And that's the, the power grid for the whole eastern third, and that's huge. Um, after all the hackers are dead and they re-unhack the satellites and everything else, they'll be able to bring up communications. So then I guess they'll be able to start communicating and saying, okay, it's not all fucked. Calling the rest of the country. The the Capitol building did not explode. We have a lot of problems over here in the east, but we've taken care of it. We're getting everything back up and running. They still don't have any power. Nope. That's probably the biggest thing. The financial system, sure, with computers the way they are today, I'm sure they'll be able to look back at like a snapshot of what the financial system was the moment before it started to crash and say, look, this is the reality of the stock market. This is what it was before it was compromised. We're going back to these numbers because let's be honest, the stock market, it's not like they're actually walking around handing dollar bills back and forth to each other. No. It's all numbers in a computer. So they're just going to have to say, kind of like in football, when a penalty makes the clock run for an extra two seconds, the ref gets on there, set the time clock back to such and such. That's what they would have to do. Set the time clock back, set the financial clock back to this moment in time. This is what the financials are going to go back to, and we're going to start from there. But you still have to have electricity. And that's a great point about displacing people. What happens when winter comes? We already established you're not going to be able to build this power plant overnight. So are you, are you telling me that, like, hypothetically, like if a if terrorists were to take over the financial district and during that time frame, hypothetically, like a billionaire all of a sudden loses all of his money, they wouldn't maybe look at it and say, why the fuck did a billionaire lose all of his money during the middle of a financial takeover by terrorists? Dark Knight Returns, I'm fucking looking at you. <laughs> Remember Bruce Wayne goes broke because... <laughs> they break into the financial thing and Bane. <laughs> yes, yes. You don't think like wait, I didn't know where you were going wait, with it, but I wait, do now. Bruce Wayne lost all of his money during yeah. the time Bane was taking over, held the entire financial district hostage, and this doesn't seem suspect yeah, to anybody. No. Logic's out the oh, window. Oh yeah, he he he, he got rid of all of his billions. Yeah, sure it makes that, total sense. Sure, that's exactly what happened. Yeah, yeah. So, so exactly. So the financial system would go back to normal. Telecommunications would come back up, uh, but the power. Yeah. So my, well, my weakness is it is fucked. My weakness is are computers that actually that easy to hack? I don't know. I don't know. They could be. And if they are, by someone who knows they're doing obviously, like me, I'm not going to go to our website and be like, hack, hack, hack. <laughs> you know, <laughs> unless unless there's a spot to type in hack, 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 and that actually, and it actually gets me works in. If it, that's as close as I come to right, hacking. I can barely do my email. I so. take that back. The close I come to hacking is getting pissed at the computer and hitting it with something. That would be <laughs> hacking. <laughs> Uh, you got anything else on that? Or do you want to go to the survival? <laughs> no. Thing? So survival basics, air, water, food, you know, three minutes without air, three days without food, three weeks without water. No, three days. Yeah. Yeah. No, wait. Three days without water. Water, three weeks without food. Three right. Without I get that backwards. Um, air, unless you have jets attacking you, is fine. Yeah. Air is good. Water, um, fine. But utilities, you're not going to get any out of the tap. Right. Is in major cities going to cause sewage backup? Possibly, I don't yeah. know because it's not functioning. But it's not contaminated like in some apocalypses, like with a 
right? That's what I had, or something like that. Like with the, I had the water was good, but it'll eventually start to run out or go bad because they don't have the another Raylan movie that have the Trixie virus in it or something yeah. like that. Yeah, food fine, but with no power, refrigeration's down, so you have some spoilage, but none of it's contaminated other than sure everyday contamination. Like you eat bad food. Yeah, um, shelter, a bunker. If you had a good bunker and you could ride this shit out for you know months a year, would not be bad. Well, yeah, that's what I have for yeah for shelter. I have it's good, but you're not going to have any power, and you know, is I mean, as long as your shelter is a home and not a government building that they're running you out of. So yeah, but uh, speaking of the bunker, yeah, that's what I have for the reality of the situation. Is this is the perfect <clears throat> bunker situation? It's this perfect. is. This, if you're a, a, I don't say true prepper, but if you're truly prepping with food in a bunker and or, or, or a remote location to retreat to, this is a situation where you're all you're fighting, you're not fighting aliens or the weather or, or viruses. You're fighting people in a socioeconomic collapse. This is the one that you, not want, because nobody, well, nobody should want an apocalypse. But this is the one that you can truly prepare for yeah in that you can go and seclude yourself either in a bunker or if you have like some people that have remote locations like a cabin that you can go to for safety this is the one that you can do something the most about to prepare for yeah it's not an asteroid it's not a virus it's not zombie apocalypse it's right it's something that you can try to be ready for yeah so this is the one that's tailor-made for a bunker and a prepper Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, weapons, obviously they're all good and they all work because you're fighting people, everything's special. Um, and as we like to do, what, what four weapons would you take into this apocalypse? Well, all McLean needed was a pistol and two magazines. Yes. So, I mean, that's, I'm good with that. Pistol okay. And two magazines. That's the four <laughs> weapons you're going to take? Uh, looking at this again... Using this as our basis, but looking at it from a point of view of being yourself and not being the protagonist in the movie. Right. Uh, we, as much as we want to be, we yeah, are not John McClane. No, I'm not John McClane. I'd run out of breath in the first two minutes. So, But, uh, yeah, Bunker, my, 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 you know, little stronghold bunker area, food, all that. Um, weapons. Like, say you're out in it. Let's say, okay. and you had to. All right, and, and you have four to weapons like, you're going to take to. I guess you're fighting this type of apocalypse, so you're having to deal with some bad guys. Let's say, well, all right. Again, if it were me, I would just basically take my standards, my all-time standards, my AR pistol. Uh, I don't know, either my HK or my HK. I'm just going to say I'm going to take that's my fine. HK 45. My AR, my HK, um, good 12-gauge, probably a long-range rifle, and a good knife. Or, in your case, you would take your tomahawk. It's on there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but if it was for this situation, I would have to at least have some sort of land-to-air rocket. <laughs> that so would I be helpful. take care of any jets that come, that into, would be helpful. That come into play. Um, a, pair, a cowboy hat and a pair of boots so that I can rub it in Raylan's <laughs> face when I kill him, that I'm the one wearing the cowboy hat and the boots. Yeah. <laughs> what else? Uh, what other weapons would you need for this? God, what else does he do? 
I good, uh, a good SUV to drive through a building is always nice. It doesn't hurt. <laughs> it doesn't hurt. Nice. Maybe a harness so I can tie off to the cable in the elevator shaft so I don't fall. There you go. There you know. go. <laughs> uh, I put a good AR-15, M-16 because, you know, this is a lot up close. You don't need yeah. – you didn't do a lot of sniping, long range. I put a Beretta 92. You know why? Because there's old, a lot of them in this movie. And – an homage to the first three movies. Uh, That's what he carried was the Beretta 92. I thought it was, and I was thinking of it during the, the movie. first I'm three like, movies. He used to carry yep. a Beretta. He's carrying like a Sig in this movie. Yeah, He's completely switched I think it, it was a polymer Sig. Yeah, yeah. But Beretta, he always carried that Beretta. God. Uh, my Tomahawk. Yeah. And I think this, you know, put it number four is the most valuable thing I could have, because a gallon jug of water. Okay. What are you fighting? Oh, nice. Computer hackers. You just walk in, board over the computers, computers, and they're like, what the fuck did you do? And just walk out. And you're like, you're done, bitches. You drop the empty gallon like the mic, and you walk off. Walk in Raylan's little semi-truck. Pour the gallon of water on the servers. The The fuck? You guys are all done. Wrap it up, you fucking little kids. Get the fuck out of here. How many of us have dropped a cell phone into a toilet or water? And that's it. And it's it. Yeah. So you, this is all high tech technology. Yep. Walk by, <laughs> it's all you're water. done. You're done. Nobody better have any fucking rice in this room. No dried rice. No, in this dr- <laughs> but it'll take a while to dry dry yeah. it anyway. You're done. Your you're done. Shut down. <laughs> uh, miscellaneous. What, what were you gonna take for miscellaneous? I, I did. I actually didn't even write anything. Just, I just put shoes or boots. Die Hard One. Put some fucking <laughs> thumb on your feet. Just make sure you have shoes on. And this one is a. I'm being legit. Uh, ham radio. Now I think, and what you're thinking, ham. Don't get hungry, but like, because uh, I hear ham radio, I get hungry for mm-hmm. for a ham sandwich. <laughs> but you can get a like, you have to take some like class, something like ham yeah. radio training because <clears throat> the ham radio is not dependent on the telecommunication, cell phone, satellite signals that we have nowadays. I didn't know that. Well, it's just like a, you put an antenna on your roof and you transmit. It's like a CB. It's like a Similar powerful CB. CB yeah. but more, more frequencies. More frequencies, more better power. power. You have to get an FFA like license. Okay. Like, you get a special call sign and frequency. They Long monitor range. you. Or not FFA, FCC, I'm sorry. FCC, yeah. I see the people with the license plates that have their Some call people, sign. Don't do that. Don't do that. Which, here's my top tip for you. If you are into prepping and having stuff. If you get a ham radio call sign and stickers on your car, say, like, don't tread on me and all that cool shit. And it does seem, that, you know, you're kind of, to people that are in the know, pointing out. And if it's, an, if it's let's say society starts to break down like in this movie, and I see a car parked with like a ham radio license plate and don't yep. tread on me, yep. where's the first car I'm looking for weapons exactly. and supplies? That's the first trunk I'm breaking yep. into. Exactly. Yep. Because, oh, this guy's probably a fucking prepper. Mm-hmm. He's into this kind of shit. He might have, oh, fuck, there's a, oh, a trunk gun. Oh, there's a backpack of supplies. And guess what? I just stole all your shit. Yep. So incognito. Don't always advertise what you're into. I agree completely. That's your top tip? That's my top that, tip. That is a good one. Yes. I don't think I have one this time. So, but that is a good one. Uh, all right. And then uh, rate it. One in ten is the most likely to happen. Not obviously exactly like this, but just this type of... I mean, because I don't know of how easily things can be hacked, I don't really know. Uh, Okay. Socioeconomic breakdown. 
just taking that into consideration, not the fire sale, because I don't even know if fire sale is possible. Um, six. Okay. I'll give it a six. Let's say a fucking, I don't know, let's say an EMP or something went off near a, a main power grid hub place. That would shut down a lot of shit and maybe fuck with the financial system and cause panic in the streets and stuff like that. So uh, a six. But again, I can't speak to a actual fire sale that they described in this movie because I don't know about hacking. Here's, I gave it an eight, but from this standpoint, I don't know if all the things they do are 100% legitimate, but I will say that it seems like 90% of everything is run by computers. Now, whether that's hackable, but because everything is technology-based, like your power stations, your mass transportation, um, you know, your, your rail system, your airlines, your everything is... Yeah. Computers have got a hand in technology has a hand in all that stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? From that standpoint, if you were able to crack those systems in the way that they did, you could seriously cause this type of catas- catastrophe. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying you can, that. but if you could, that's why I gave I'd it a that. I'd probably raise mine even at least a point to a seven because you're right let's just say they did it just like this they got together the best hackers around everyone had evil intentions and they said we're gonna shut down the system you work on this you work on this you work on this yeah you're right almost everything is run by a computer so eh. and if you guys out there into reading there's a good book called like one second after and it's a fiction book about if somebody detonates an emp over america like a nuclear weapon in the altitude, so just the EMP and how it knocks out technology and how people have to survive and stuff. And so, allegedly, that's relatively realistic, that mm. a high-level nuclear strike, so no radiation, that EMP blast would knock out a lot of our technology. <laughs> so, Interesting. Yeah. So, huh? you got anything else? Or is that uh, about wraps it up? Yeah, it sucks I don't have a top tip. I didn't even think of that this time. Oh, well, next time. Yeah, you can think of one next time. <laughs> I just make them up as I go. So I usually uh, do too. So, all right, next week it'll be letter or next time, hopefully next week, letter P, and uh, we'll uh, have something out. So uh, until then, uh, I'm Drew. I'm Frank, and enjoy the apocalypse. <laughs>